The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. Not only is March Madness, the NCAA tournament, just hours away, but we have Pops, Uncle Tony, LJ joining. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, can um, I say something right off the bat? Can I say something? Uh, right I don't off know. The you mean can <laughs> oh, you say something Lord, else? He is already. It, it's I, not even been a full thirty seconds, and he's calling for the floor here. What, what do you got? I I've got to tell you that right now is my second favorite time of the year for sports, other than doing a fantasy football draft. Is getting right. ready for the NCAA tournament. It's awesome right now. Awesome. All right, all right. That's yeah, Sunday, yeah. and then you're like you're you're. Like so I didn't I don't have a printer at home, so I was waiting. I'm a big I think everybody here would agree. I'm a big give me a piece of paper. I, I I'll fill out the, yeah. the ones, but I like a piece of paper. I like it better too. Me. Yeah. I might even screw up and mark out one. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I just like some hard paper in my hand yeah. to kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. really know what I'm dealing with. And there's Tony, you're not you're not wrong. That Sunday, you get selection <laughs> Sunday, and then you kind of mow it over all day and you've been listening, you've been reading, and then Monday morning. You're supposed to get to work, but don't tell my boss. The first thing I did was print out a bracket, of course, and start putting that knowledge to test. And you got to you got to throw out just that that gut bracket without really thinking too hard. Just bang, 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 just picking, 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 and all of a sudden you go, "Wow!" So I picked South Dakota State to get to the, the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <I'll be damn. laughs> Interesting. Uh, but you're right, Tony. It's a great time of year. We got March Madness is here, and then as soon as it ends. The Masters is there, and then as soon as that ends, NBA playoffs is there. The draft, NFL draft, I mean, just it's all happening. We got some NFL free agents to do. We're not the man that will not be named until later. I know he tried to steal headlines. <laughs> he tried to say, F the kids, we're talking about me. No, 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 no. You talking we're about not talking about you. <laughs> no, not asset. Basically. Not asset. We, okay. The we'll, old get to, we'll get to the guy's hair got better as he aged somehow and somehow got better looking. Oh, we know picture, how. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Alien. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later because what the hell? Anyway, it's time to talk to kids. We got to talk March Madness. We got a couple different things to do. This is the time of year. Uh, and I, I don't know how much any of you guys have watched for sure, but I know for me, this is that time of year where I may or may not have watched a ton of Arizona, but I've watched enough to where I kind of have a few, <laughs> a few guys I may or may, may or may not like. And I've also heard a few, a few, a few analysts say, I like Arizona. 
And then I also heard maybe a coach talk. And all of a sudden now I'm going to friends going, I really like Arizona. <laughs> I really like them. I may have not watched a full game of Arizona, but I'm telling people I really like them. <laughs> it's that time of year. It's where we go. So, Tony, what is this something where you've watched a lot of games or you're kind of reading about? Cause, I mean, how much do you know about a Vermont? How much do you know about a, a St. Mary's or a, or a Richmond? Where, where do you we, stand on that? Yeah, and I've watched a little bit, and more than a little bit. I've watched some, but I haven't sat wire to wire on an Arizona game. But I've, I've seen Arizona play. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I have found that my best friend is uh, – <laughs> the uh, sports package on direct TV because I can go back and on the big 10 network, they run old games and on the West coast, the Fox sports one, they'll run uh West coast games. And so I get to see a lot of stuff and I love championship week because late at night you get to see the Atlantic 10 and you get to see the all American and you get to see uh the lady firecracker league or whatever the hell it is. They've got a lot of different <laughs> leagues out there, but um uh, you know, you get to watch a lot of that and watch a lot of basketball and some really fun games. But it, I am, I have a proclivity for staying up late. And Whoa, so luckily, bringing out the big words. So lo- that was for Dr. Liff. Uh, it's a vocab night for Uncle yeah. Tony. <laughs> yeah. I'm ambiguous um, to that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Trying not to be truculent, but um, it, uh, these words are ubiquitous. I'm now. trying not to be apathetic. Uh, <laughs> uh, y'all are just feeling loquacious yeah. tonight. Oh, it does. so garrulous. This, time, so, of year, this time of year, it's great to stay up late. So yeah, I've watched a little basketball, but yeah, I, the kiss of death for Arizona was when four out of six announcers on the CBS Sports Network broadcast late Sunday night picked Arizona to win it all. I think it, you, they're done. Put them away right yeah. now. Well. I don't know how we got LJ. How do we get this far? We haven't talked about the, the most important team in the country. We, I'm we spent We spent 45 minutes breaking down the Auburn-Arkansas game. We haven't mentioned the Razorbacks yet. The only yet. reason we haven't mentioned the Razorbacks is somehow the Cowboys are in the, you know, the, the tournament this year. Oh. So. <laughs> now. Um, so, Pops, uh, I'm not going to talk in the Razorbacks yet. We, I'm sure we'll, they'll find time. We'll get there, this. yeah. Um, Uncle Tony mentioned championship week and championship week is fun. There's a lot of good stuff happening, but we saw at least in the SEC tournament, we saw where A&M made a run, got all the way to the SEC championship, had a very nice weekend. And then they, after losing to Tennessee, were the first four out, almost like the committee didn't really care that much about the run they made. And then we see a team like Tennessee who has a very good run. They beat Arkansas. They beat Kentucky. It's now, I think, Two out of three times they beat Kentucky, maybe every time. They were a really good team. A lot of teams thought, or a lot of people thought, they at least bumped themselves to a two, maybe even a one. Nope, they're still sitting on the three line. It seems to me, Pops, that the committee isn't that worried about what you do in the in the conference tournament. It's more about what you did in the regular season as far as seeding. One, do you agree that that's the case or is that correct? Where, where do you stand on that? Well, I've never thought about it until you brought it up, you know, uh, uh, a little bit earlier when you, you mentioned it. But it, it does seem like I'm going to agree. Yes, it seems like they're not putting much stock into the year end conference tournament uh, to me. Now, I think the next question was, do I agree or disagree with that? Um, you know, when Tennessee beats Kentucky, uh I think, yeah, that probably should improve their well, seeding. Well, on back-to-back days, you beat Kentucky and Arkansas, which yeah. the committee 
chose to be a two and a four seed. So clearly they think they're good teams on and, a neutral side. And what did Tennessee that is get? Something. What is Tennessee seeding? A three. They're a three seed. So they're one seed higher than an Arkansas seed, which, um, just, you know. Where they I, were I, going I, into the weekend. But and let me tell you, yeah. this, yes, yes. But let me tell you this. I think that the small conferences, the, uh, let's see, the the right states, the the Texas what A&M did, CC. Uncle Tony called them the Rocket Ladies Conference. I don't Lady Firecracker. Called it. Well, I thought he yeah. called it Lady Chatterley's Lover. I didn't know what he was talking about <laughs> no, when he said all that. No. Um, you but but I just, no. those guys get in there sometimes with a losing record. You know, sometimes you'll get a, a team that'll win their conference championship in a, in a middle conference uh, and they get an automatic buy and, and get in, or a buy, but they get into the tournament. And, you know, if you're going to put that much stock in the tournaments to give a small team a place in the tournament that could have a losing record, then you need to take consideration over Tennessee beating Arkansas and then Kentucky in the SEC tournament, which is much better competition. So is that do, do you, am I answering your question? I, I pa- partially, I think you're, you're hindering on you're, you're kind of on two questions that I have to ask and I haven't asked one. And that's how much importance like I think that all conference tournament teams should not or if you win your conference tournament, you shouldn't have to play in a playing game. You should automatically play be in the field of 64. And Tony, where do you I, I sound like I, seen, I saw you nodding. Yeah, it before the SEC tournament, I felt like it was kind of widely thought Arkansas is probably a four. Tennessee's probably a three, maybe four, depending on what they do. And they ended up showing out really well, and they just stuck mm-hmm. with the three. Do you? How much should they factor in? Because the, the reason I ask it, a lot of people felt that Tennessee was underseeded, and they should have got a higher seed after these impressive wins, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But, and Pops alluded to some of this, those, those teams in the A-10 and these other small conferences – they don't have the opportunity to play these these moving games that can really move them up in the seedings because they're playing a smaller conference. Yeah. So is it fair to rate that much on the conference when this is supposed to be a tournament or a regular season thing as far as seeding? Where do you stand? Yeah, and I, I don't know that I agree that the tournament didn't mean anything. What I do agree on is that I think the committee uh, made no difference to the Big 12 and the SEC. And I want, I want to include the Big 12 in this so that – the folks in Sweden know we don't always talk about the ICC, um, <laughs> even though it does mean more. It does mean <laughs> more, yeah, because uh, SEC is for Sweden Electoral College or something. College. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, but so, so seriously though, because if you look at Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech was out of the tournament until they made their run in the ACC tournament, and um, yep, and, and now they they won it, so. They won the whole damn thing. Um, yeah, so they're in, but they're in as eleven. So I, I think they probably were moving their way up. But um, so you, so you got that, and then like Richmond, the Spiders are in because they beat Davidson in that eight ten fight in that that final, um, and Davidson is in regardless. So I, you could probably say, yeah, I guess. But but now Iowa, say, Iowa moved up in ranks uh, based upon their performance in their conference tournament. It did feel like it, yeah. So I would say that the the truth of the matter is that the committee has put more weight on the Big Ten and some mid-major schedules versus the Big 12 and the SEC. Uh, I think the ACC, everyone knew they weren't going to have the, as many teams this year as others, but that's what I think happened. 
is that the, it wasn't the fact that it was a conference tournament. It was the fact that the committee definitely biased, whether it's right or wrong bias, I, I'm not here to say, they have biased to the Big Ten and they uh, and against the Big 12 and ACC because it's obviously those two, those two conferences didn't move uh, from where they were to start the weekend. LJ, did you have something? It looked like you were about to say something. Oh, maybe. no. I mean, yes. Um, so basically my – No, but yes. <laughs> I was yawning. But uh, <laughs> but my answer is, look, this is – so there are 63 games coming up, right? And uh, every single okay, year yeah. we have something like 35 of the best basketball games played in the entire year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when the NFL tries to see things off of uh, the best teams, we end up with an entire weekend of garbage, right? Um, so the committee is doing something right. I don't think college basketball, I don't think the Elite Eight is made up of the best eight teams in the uh, NCAA men's basketball arena. Um, I think that the committee somehow ends up deciding the best, most interesting games that can possibly happen in their bracket. And so I don't care what they're doing. I don't care what the right well, answer is. The, the winner is just the luckiest person at the time. That's the answer. The NCA doesn't solely uh, seed off of just the best and worst. Like they have a way of in the second round, Gonzaga could play Boise State. If Boise State can win and Boise State's coach, it was a former assistant coach from Gonzaga. They purposely mm-hmm. seed these things to where there could be interesting storylines and fun matchups. And they know what they're doing. I think their hit um, radar is insane. Like they they kill it every single year of making some of the best games you could possibly have. So I'm not going to fight them. Like if they that also I do want to take a second to um, and uh, he doesn't need praise. I don't think he cares. Joe Lenardi gets he got a lot of shit especially from Tennessee fans who are like, this imbecile has us still as a three seed after Sunday. People yeah. need to realize Joe Lenardi is not predicting what who he think is he thinks is the best teams. His predictions are all based off what he thinks the committee will do, mm-hmm. which means he was right when he yeah. put Tennessee as a three True. instead of a two. He's not saying I think they deserve a three seed. He's saying from past experience, they don't value Sunday that that much. I think they stick as a three. And it's just hilarious see, for me to see people like hate on Joe Lenardi. I'm like, you realize he might think Tennessee's the best team in the country. He's telling you what he thinks the committee will do. And well, he's pretty damn good at it. That's why he's been doing it for so long. And I will long. say, like, there's something to be said. Like, uh, we had a, we had a text conversation as Arkansas was playing in that tournament. And, and I believe someone in this conversation was talking about how they were happy that Arkansas got out pretty quickly. So that way they have plenty of time to rest. I think, you know, doing well in your tournament is a detriment. You know, I, I do think that that maybe should knock you down a seat. And I think you don't want to. And this is a conversation we did have in the text. Right? So let's have it here. And we, this doesn't have to be solely about the SEC, but we were having this conversation <laughs> about the SEC. You don't want to be an Auburn and flop and stink. That, and Auburn could still make the final four. I, I like Auburn a lot, but you don't really want to flop in the tournament. But. It doesn't really hurt you to win one and then like Arkansas to lose to AM, that humbles you right before the tournament. Yeah. It lets you know, like, oh shit, okay, y'all aren't you y'all think you're off, good, you know you gotta work hard. Yeah. And it lets you know, like, if any team outplays you, whether they're better than you or not, they can beat you. Yeah. And that is what that is the essence of the NCAA tournament, which is why it's so awesome. It's just who who plays better that given night. Yeah. And yeah. so I think you're right, LJ. And I think it was the the person you were mentioning is Uncle Tony was like, I'm I'm totally fine with losing. It's yeah, and fine. I was. I was totally fine. My wife wasn't, but I was totally fine <laughs> with that. And you know, I'll say this, I hate when LJ's right. 
And he's, he nailed it. <laughs> Me too. He nailed it. They, <laughs> they too do often. It as, just about as best as you can do. And, and I'll give Joe Lenardi props. I was really pissed at him Sunday morning when I woke up and he had Arkansas going to Buffalo. I'm like, this guy is an idiot. There's no way they're going to say This asshat doesn't know what he's talking no, about. No, uh, there's only one asshat. He, but, <laughs> and, but he's going to send us to Buffalo playing Vermont. He's just doing that because Vermont's there. And UConn, he's just doing that because they're there. And I'll be damned, he didn't nail that, except I think he may have had South Dakota State uh, playing UConn uh, in, instead of uh, New Mexico State, which, damn, give the guy props. Huge he miss, nailed yeah. that. Re- he, there's several of those regions that he really nailed. So yeah. you're absolutely right. Like, think, don't go into the tournament on a losing streak. Auburn's not on a losing streak. Arkansas's not on a losing streak. So they won one, lost one in their last two games. So all you got to do is not be on a losing streak going in the tournament. Good That's point. why Michigan is screwed. Shouldn't be in the shouldn't be in the bracket. Probably not. Um, Pop. So <laughs> let's go back to your. You, 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 I think you touched on this question. Now I want to ask the question to the to the floor. But I, want, I think I know where you lean. But let's see. They have more playing games now. It used to be like just one playing game. Now there's like they call it a whole round one is mm-hmm. the playing games because they don't like to be called playing whatever. They have I, – I personally think that if you win your conference tournament, since that is an automatic berth in the tournament, that should get you – whether you're a 16 seed or not, I don't care, but you should be automatically in. Bryant <clears throat> wins their conference tournament. They're automatically in versus one seed. They don't have to play another 16 to see if they're going to play a one seed. They should be in. And then, personally, I think then you let all the at-large teams, the teams that didn't win their conference tournaments, but they're good enough they should be in – the Indianas, the Rutgers, the uh, well, not Duke because they're a two seed, but like teams that are that maybe are on the bubble, but they didn't win their conference tournament. You make those all playing games because that's a fun playing game because it's obviously good teams, mm. and they didn't win their conference tournament. They didn't earn the automatic bid. Where do you stand on that? Because right now they just rank it. They don't necessarily determine you were won your conference tournament. You know, I'm, Kevin, I haven't thought about it until you really set it up like that. But I, I think I agree with you. I think that, that that's a very fair point um, that if you played, well, typically Saturday night or Sunday and won your conference tournament, you shouldn't have to turn around and play Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, if, if your conference has an automatic bid into the tournament. Um, that said though, like you mentioned, there sometimes is a team that's not that great. They just happen to get hot in one of these bad conferences and they were, 15 and 14. Well, but another that's another discussion if every conference deserves an automatic bid if they win their conference tournament. I, I think that's a whole other discussion. But if you've decided that if you win this conference tournament, you get a bid, then I like I like the way you're going about it, that that they should go ahead and be in the tournament, not in a play-in game. LJ, where do you say? I know you're, you're very team selection committee. Yeah, here, no, I'm so all about the you? selection committee. They're good at their jobs. And, and, and also, like <laughs> – I think that if I'm a team that's on that bubble and I win my tournament and so I've got a chance to play into it, I think I like that better than being places as the 15 having to play the two, you know, and having like, I, I like the idea of like having, if, if I'm the team, if I'm the coach or the, you know, I'm obviously like a good point guard, you know this about me. If I'm the point guard for that team, <laughs> then, uh, then I want to have a team to beat up on because we know we're better than them before I go into the, the real struggle. That's, that's what I'd like to see personally. To, to your point, if you're in the playing game, you, that means you get a standalone game on a Tuesday night mm-hmm. instead of the 
1 verse 16 on Thursday at 11 10 where I'm probably not watching because I'm assuming Kansas is going to beat you by 20. <laughs> so it does give a chance like how or Bryant has this guy. I can't remember his first name. Peter Kiss, I think is his name. He's the leading scorer in the nation. He's fun to watch. I think that's why they they won their conference tournament, but they put them as a play-in game for a 16. I think the winner plays maybe Arizona. And because they knew they'd get I think their they, asses kicked, but but you give them more. But they purposely put TV. this kid because this kid's not only a really good scorer. <laughs> and I was telling Pops this, I was trying to he hadn't he said he hadn't seen him. This kiss guy is either the most arrogant, <laughs> annoying, douchey guy, or he's just very confident and fun. I can't decide yet. I need another <laughs> game to watch. But boy, he seems cocky as hell. And he does get some points. And so I, I think the I think the selection committee was like. They probably deserve to just go ahead and in, but people will watch on Tuesday because they saw this guy's Twitter clips going around and he kind of went viral. So let's go ahead and put him on Tuesday to start to get some more people. I'm into it. I don't think they worry about the integrity of the, did you win your conference tournament? I think LJ's right. They, they set up to make the most dramatic as much as they can. That's the whole month's in about. good viewing and they do a good job. And that is what we love this month for. Tony, do you have a, a retort to just this conference? Winning your conference tournament, do you deserve uh, the field of 64? Yeah. No, I think if you win your conference, every conference winner should go to the tournament, period. That's, That's what makes this, this tournament what it is, even though you may be 14 and 15 if you win the conference tournament, because a lot of these leagues, that's what they that goes to. And that's like it was – you know, in the forties, fifties, and sixties, and and so that's kind of cool, right? You win a you win a conference, you should go to the tournament. So, um, uh, but now, should they be in the playing game or not? I don't know because I think that makes a difference. Because if you're, like I said, from Lady Firecracker, you know, um, conference, then you probably shouldn't directly go to play Kentucky. So, uh, mm-hmm. you, you should probably have to play in to play. Gonzaga, congratulations. So um, that's <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. So okay, so now we, we've kind of wrestled a few a few of those. Um, does anybody want to give us a double digit seed that they like going to the Sweet Sixteen or or some fun? Like we're not going to break down the West, East, South, Midwest region per se, but um, do we want to have a little fun? Maybe maybe. A Final Four team, you're giving me a lot. I got to look up the bracket, so give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and say Tony, and 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 you tell me this is a high seed that I just I think I really like, and you just tell me whether you think it's dumb or not. I'm I like Kentucky. I think this is the year where Cal Perry and then I Final Four maybe. I, I think Baylor's a Week One seed. I, I really like Kentucky this year. Am I? Am I? Are you with me, or, or where do you stand on that? I'm with you. I, 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 I think their biggest competitor coming out of that that region is probably uh, UCLA, who has gotten healthy all of a sudden, and Johnny Juzang and Jacques Jean or whatever Jean Jacques or whatever it is and uh, Tiger and they Campbell. Got, they still got Tiger. Yeah, they are all healthy and uh, finally and uh, playing well, but. Uh, Kentucky is gelling to our time. They've they've got that right mix, you know. I, I they've got the player of the year, and uh, that normally takes you to the final four. And actually, while while you're bringing them up, I need to. They actually have a uh, a Pit Snoggle Award candidate Uh-oh. on their roster. Kentucky he doesn't necessarily. 
No, uh, UCLA. UCLA. Kentucky okay, does not. I was no. going to say, wait a minute. I, Kentucky I has it. McDonald's All-Americans on their yeah, roster. Yeah, yeah. I, was yeah. say, I, I think that Cody, Cody Riley. Cody Riley. Y'all might remember yeah. from last year. You'll remember when you see him. Yeah. He's a 6'9", 250, redshirt senior, fifth-year senior. He uh, – yeah. He's he's a he's a ball player and he does little things. He, he kind of can score, but he's just a rebounder. Mm-hmm. Cody Riley and and to be a Pitt Snoggle Award winner, you kind of got to you got to win a few games because you can't you can't be one and done in the first weekend. You got to make it to the second weekend, maybe even yeah. the third. So I, yeah. keep Cody Riley on your list. Uh, Pops is there. I know you haven't just ton of, watched a ton of hoops, but you got either a uh, underdog that you for whatever reason you kind of like him to make a make make. A sweet sixteen or or top dog that you like a lot. Well, I, I two things to say. I like as far as underdogs, I kind of like UAB, uh, but they're they're playing a Houston team uh, in the first round that I do like. I like Houston as well. You, you're kind of a Houston guy. Usually. I'm a Houston guy, but I, I do like UAB. I mean, we're talking. He's they're a 12 seed, and then the other one is South Dakota State. Um, I think South Dakota State's coming off a really good record uh, in their in their conference. Um, uh, so I like South Dakota State. Now, the other thing that I was going to say on y'all talking about Kentucky, three of my favorite teams in the tournament is going to have to play Kentucky in the first or second game. I really <laughs> like Murray State. I yeah. really like Murray State, but they're if they get that's also San Francisco, Murray State's a Kentucky school, right? I think it is yeah. in Kentucky. That's yeah. I I think they got screwed by having to play Kentucky in the second it's, round. Yes. I think they might have two losses, but also that's, to LJ's point, LJ's that is good TV. It. That good is TV. good TV. Yep, LJ's got it. <laughs> well, the other one I like in that bottom side of that bracket is Purdue. I really am a fan of of Purdue uh, with what well, we talked about Ivy, the Ivy kid, and then uh, Zach Ivy Edney and, and Tra- Travion uh, uh, Williams. But they're all going to get in that mishmash with, and, and I'm can with I, you, Baylor. Can not I pause you on Purdue for a second, pops? Watch, watch this weekend. Uh, I think I think it's Edie is his name. The dude oh, that's Edie. huge, yeah. seven foot five. He's like the Yao Ming right now. I honestly think he hates basketball. Watch him. I don't think he likes <laughs> okay. basketball at all. I think he's just huge and good because he's huge. Just just watch. I think he's like. I really don't like banging with these dudes. This is annoying. I'd rather just like be. Writing or or hey, you might be good at music. I don't know. I just don't think he's a basketball fan. <laughs> he's just like I'm just huge, so I'll do this because I got a full ride scholarship. Well, they're playing against. That's my take you, on Edie. You said uh, they've also got a guy named uh, Ivy. They're playing against an Ivy League school. I think pronounced Yale. Um, Yale. So yeah. We'll, we'll see. Maybe Yale pulls out. Maybe Yale. Um, and then pops. You mentioned UAB. UAB has a guy who not only has an awesome name. And Jelly Walker. Ooh. But he's a badass scorer. He is a dynamite scorer. Averages 20 on the year. He jacks up some threes, but in a good way. So UAB is interesting because they're fun to watch. Now, they might lose in the first round, but his name's Jordan Walker. But Jelly Walker, he, he's – Jelly. He's okay. Jelly. I jelly. saw Jordan Walker. I didn't know they called him Jelly. I like that. <laughs> jelly. Yeah, Jelly. My boy Jelly is, is going to be putting up some points. LJ – what do you got? You've now looked at the bracket. Give, give me something. Yeah, so we're talking, might be we're talking one seed uh, that you're going double all the digit way, seed or? that does pretty well. Is that what we're looking for? It can be anything. You can tell me because I said Kentucky is the team I like to get to the final four. That's a two seed. Well, it's I'm just going like to tell take. you that uh, to show you how much I'm paying attention to basketball. I saw one team uh-huh. and I decided to look them up, uh, and uh, and I found when I googled it, uh, the question was, "Do deer rut in North Dakota?" 
Um, so clearly I don't know that Rutgers and, and Notre Dame are playing a play-in game. I'm going to take the winner of that to do pretty well. <laughs> the two wow. worst teams in the tournament. Let's go. That's probably a good bet. I'm taking it. It's probably a good bet. Well, I mean, last year UCLA made it to the final four after a play-in game. Yep. So I, yep. it, sure another team. Let's see. Pops, you mentioned, what was it? South Dakota State, yeah. right? Is that who you mentioned? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing, but I love South Dakota State. Love them. Love them. I think they're making the Sweet 16 yeah. well, maybe even a little further. We didn't do that together team. for the first time. No. So. <laughs> I think they have the so highest. I, for the listener out there, yeah, what, Tony, are you going to make us sound like – are you going to pile on to this? To no, yeah. Like, they have no the highest three-point field goal percentage in the country, I believe, if I have that statistic correct. They have a next to them is Vermont. But, yeah um, – I think Ow. South Dakota State is the highest made free throw percent or three point percentage in the in the in the NCAA. Yes, maybe. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. Let's see. Um, so, oh. How much, Tony? How much do you value? Texas is one of those teams. Like mm-hmm. they're talented enough. I can see them making a run. But all, I, but my question is, how much do you value like the Virginia Techs of the world? They they got the right vibes going on. They just ran through the. Uh, ACC tournament won it all. Does that do you when you see that kind of thing? Does that make you like lean towards picking them to keep rolling, or are they going to have dead legs? Like, where do you stand on that? I, I think it's good for the first game. I think it really hurts them going forward. Um, if they make a run to get in the tournament based upon winning the winning their conference tournament, normally carries you through that first game of it because you're just so glad to be in the tournament and you want to win mm-hmm. that first game. You're not thinking you know, final four or elite eight and all these other teams that have been busting it all year long that have been, that, that have those kind of firepower. They're really looking, Hey, our goal is final four. Our goal is championship. And so they're gearing more towards, you know, that, that, but I think a lot of those teams that make a run through the tournament to qualify really are looking for that first game. And so most of those kind of teams don't make it a long ways in the tournament. The one exception, probably Loyola Chicago, uh, who, you know, Couple, yeah. A few years ago, and they're back it the in it this four. year. Back in it this year. Should, okay. But um, but is uh, the sister still with us, LJ? Do you know? I don't know. Sister Jean is still with us. Uh, Porter okay. Moser, their coach, is no longer. Porter Moser is it. not. Well, he's with. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Porter Moses has not died. He's still with he's us. He just went to the University of Oklahoma. Let me. Yeah, they're What happened to Will Wade? What happened to Will Wade at LSU? He gone. I know he's gone. What do you do? He did. What he, Will Wade didn't hear the hiss on the end of the phone line, which was the FBI wiretapping his phone while he was giving people money to come okay. to school at LSU. I've never really liked him. I'm kind of glad yeah. he's gone. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. not an LSU fan, so maybe I wish he's yeah. still there. But <laughs> yeah, that was his deal. He How got about, caught on that wiretap. Does it mean Daniel's Raiders situation? Yeah, there's a few <laughs> other coaches that got caught in it. I, I don't know Y'all that wanna, it was the. I think it's the Louisville oh. guys got caught in it as well. Y'all want to. Uh, I got a team, so I just I mentioned earlier uh, UCLA as a playing uh, game last year, made it to the Final Four. Yeah. There's going to be yeah. another one of those this year, okay. and I can tell you who it who is, is it? if y'all would like to. Know. Yeah, would yeah, to. would love to know. It's going to be the Hoosiers. Ooh, the Indiana is going to really? make a run because, and I'll tell you why. I just think they're a really good team. St. Mary's is okay, but they're they're just a discipline. They play well. Indiana's got talent. They're going to win that one, and then Baylor. I can't say his name because he's got a really like Tatua or something. He's one of their their really good big men. He's not Saskatchewan. Playing. They are a one C team. Yeah, well, I don't remember what his name is, but 
they're a one seed team, but they don't have all the players that got them to that one seed. They're, yeah. they're not the same team that yeah. everyone thinks. I like Indiana a lot, and that's why I also like Kentucky, Kentucky because Kentucky's going to play Indiana, and that'll be a, a toss-up game for me. So one of those – I like Indiana for sure Elite Eight. Now I don't know about Final Four. Mm. That's, that's tough. Mm. Would you take the Tony team they're playing? Care for, for that. Would you take the team they're playing? Because if you haven't seen Wyoming play, these guys have some – they have some strength. They have some size. Now, you know, they haven't played the schedule that these – but they're an at-large team coming in out of that so, small conference. They're pretty good. To your to your point, Tony, uh, at, if I'm on the podcast, it sounds it sounds really like, like a wishy-washy take. If I'm like, I'm taking either or. That's what I did. So I'm going to go Indiana <laughs> on the podcast, but on my bracket – I'm just choosing the winner of that playing game <laughs> okay. to get the Elite Eight. Fair Whether enough. that be Wyoming or Indiana, it doesn't matter in the bracket. But yeah. I, had to, I had to put my mark on. Throw my I went for the North Dakota, North Dakota Deer Rudders, so you're allowed to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's that's true. You know, you can bet other? on the horse, oh, ahead, the one me. or the one A. Either one comes in, you win. So yep. there you go. Yeah, there we go. That's all that matters. <laughs> Winning's all, all that matters. matters. Well, if we can um, talk about just the power then real quick, and I mean, they're in my, my team's conference, but – I'm telling you, I have fallen in love with Chet Holmgren. I have read up on him and watched some okay. highlights of this kid. I mean, he's seven foot one, 195 pounds, and don't back down from nobody, nobody. Just for anybody, if you if you skimmed over, maybe you're not too far, too much into basketball, but just think about what he said there. Seven foot one, how much? One ninety five. One ninety. That means he's long yeah. and skinny as hell. I'm looking at pictures. This dude looks like he probably hangs out in malls. This is the Zags guy, right? Now, this, this is, is the Zags, Zags guy. Zags. Yes, he's a so, freshman. He's a one and done. He, he yeah. may be the number it, one pick in the draft. He can do it yeah. all. I mean, this guy, you know who he, he reminds me of, but but he's got he's about 200 pounds lighter, is the Joker. He looks he, – he can bring the ball up. Right. He can shoot but the three. Also, he, he can block lighter. your shot. He can yeah. make a pass. I mean, he's your pit snoggle award winner if you put on about 150 pounds and get fuzzy <laughs> hair. You know? I was impressed with him with, when I watched him last week. That the the kid could move across the floor. He I I worry that if somebody tries to bang up against him, that he's but that's not the way Gonzaga plays. So they'll never have anybody banging up against him. So it's just not the way they play. They they play like okay, you guys hurry up and shoot because we want the ball because we're going down to shooting here in the next ten seconds. Well, I will tell you and, what, Tony, uh, I've seen some. He, he, there's no backup in the kid. I mean, he no. he's yeah, slight. I will give him that as, as slight because every when you first watch him, there you you cannot help it. When you first watch him, you're like, "There's no way they, this kid's gonna get bullied. He is just weak. There's no way." And he might not be the strongest person, but he does. He want he'll he's he's down to bang it. It's not like he freaks out Mm-mm. and like, "Oh, I don't want to do that." Like you know, you instantly watch him. There's no way There's, this guy. I swear to God, he looks like he looks like to say something. He looks like the the MVP of the fourteen and under church youth league. <laughs> <laughs> but he can. He has a, LJ. He really does, though. He has a stroke. Like he shoots like a guard. He can kind of put the ball on the ground. I mean, obviously he's long, so it kind of it's susceptible still. But he can dribble a little bit, and and he really knows. Usually, when you think of a shot blocker, you think of like physically imposing person, and he's not that as far as big. But he knows how to use his length really well. Sometimes he'll let someone go behind him or go by him because he knows like I'm just going to reach over with these <laughs> arms that are like nine feet long and just pop it out and. I like I'm in on it. I was wondering where Pop because we talked a while back and and I wasn't sure where you stood. And so you're telling me 
You're all in on Chip. I'm all in on him, and I think you guys – LJ, you're going to get a chance to – Gonzaga's going to play a while. I think they could win the whole tournament, quite frankly. So, you'll get a chance to, I think, watch him play some in this tournament. This must hurt, uh, Pops. LJ, I don't know if you're looking at a bracket currently, but that means – Arkansas does not make it past the Sweet 16. Yeah, that's yeah. I want to see if they even get it there. They have to play. I, they would have to play Gonzaga. Tony, what were you about to say? I do want to see what Chad does, and I hope he gets this chance. I do want to see what Chad. Chad. I want to see what Chad does when our DC Tony crawls up all over his back and dunks on him. I have. I'm just <laughs> wondering what's going to happen because that's that's the kind of thing that that team hadn't seen that kind of that kind of power. Uh, from somebody who's six six six. I do think I think and Arkansas I think can give them a little trouble. I I agree they're, with you, Tony. Oh, uh, boy, they move. God, the Zags are so fast. Fastest team I've seen in the tournament. God, they they fly. Is really it Gonzaga good. or Gonzaga? How do y'all go? How do y'all say? Uh, it? I say Zags. Potato, potato. It's the Zags, but they're Gonzaga. That's how I see it. Okay. Okay. That's there how I see go. it. I'm kind of I'm morphing into whoever I'm with. Like I think I think Pop says Gonzaga. And so when I'm on the phone with with Pops, I'm like, Gonzaga. And then as soon as like someone at work says, like, what do you think about Gonzaga? Then I say Gonzaga the rest of the time. Like, I'll literally just. I may do that too. I don't know. I think so. All right. So I'm going to give you my. You ready? Here's, here's your winner of the tournament right here. You ready? Oh, the winner of the whole thing. This isn't just like a, yeah. they might make a run. He's saying run. the winner. Winner. Right, let me, let me, hold on. Let me get. Chicken dinner. Who it is? My pen's ready. Oh, no. We lost oh, it. Did Tony oh, Tony Freeze. I'm a terrible time. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is like At, so. I mean, I'm. Oh, did I freeze? Yeah, you did. Yes, yeah, it's gonna <laughs> He's back. Did you hear me? But what we're gonna do? I'm sorry. Did, well, oh, oh, no, no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> we are gonna. LJ's gonna bleep that out. And when we come back, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, Uncle Tony's gonna tell us not only who will make a run, win the whole damn thing. First, let's get a word from. <laughs> hey, so first off, I'd like to apologize for Andrew not being here. But uh, I did want to let you guys know about something called Athletic Greens. You might have heard about this. Um, It's basically like if you remember having uh, Flintstone vitamins as a kid and, you know, they made you feel really strong, made you run faster. Um, You can do this now as an adult, but, you know, you don't want those chalky cartoon character vitamins. Well, what I would suggest is Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right look this special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health you've got a gut i know you've got a gut nervous system i know you're probably nervous i'm nervous immune system you're not immune um i am uh energy recovery focus and aging it will definitely help support aging it's lifestyle friendly adapting to a whole range of diets it contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos which you know gmos Uh, No chemicals. Well, I mean, it's technically chemicals because everything's chemicals when it comes down to it Um, or artificial anything, which I don't really. It's like plants. They're saying it's made out of plants and stuff. Uh, Plus, it costs less than three dollars per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Over the last few months, I've been... uh 
scouring the internet looking for community. And I actually made a couple of friends way, way out yonder. He turned me on to this uh, new kind of sports casting, community sharing application on your telephone called ColorCast. ColorCast is a place where you can sit down and stream stats of the game as you listen to your favorite broadcasters tell you all about it. Why don't you go on over there and give it a look. Brand new application. We'll be looking out for you here. <laughs> did I freeze? Oh, did I freeze? <laughs> Damn, good. All right. IT. We are what back, Uncle Tony. We've been waiting. We've made the breath. I can tell the people that are at the people listening right now, if they're driving, they almost wrecked because they're getting nervous. <laughs> like they, they're, they're trying to figure out, let me get my notes right. open. Like I need to write this down. Tony, what do we got? The winner of the tournament. Tennessee Volunteers. Okay. So I have listened. Mm-hmm. I have listened to Lifford Lutheringer long enough tell me. Is that a good thing or bad play. thing? I don't know where he's going with this. It's a good okay. thing. It's a good thing. He's He's got my slack. You Guard play and senior guard play wins tournaments. And I, Tennessee probably has the best depth at guard of any other team in the tournament. The best depth and quality at the, at the guard position. Now, they're not as tall as others. Um, they have started shooting the ball better. They have won 15 of 17 uh, down the stretch. That's pretty strong, especially in the SEC that tournament. Sounds good. Um, they've got a they've got a big guy. They've got a big guy that's uh, playing well. So it's not like they're small. They have to play small. They can they can go up against some bigger teams. I really like Tennessee and the way they're playing. And now they've got a chip on their shoulder because they've got a three seed instead of two. And they're in it. They're. Uh, uh, I, I just don't feel that strongly well, about Arizona. I want to ask you a question on them. And so I, uh, I like Tony. So I yeah, thought, we, got, we got multiple things to break I thought down. it what was Zieg, isn't Ziegler the little, the pigtail guy, the, the pigtail guard, but I think he's and he a is, freshman. He's a freshman. He's a freshman. And he, he, but he yeah, doesn't play like first, but the, Oh, he played huge this yes. past weekend. Right. I guarantee you, LJ, if you it's watch the, Tennessee play, when you see Ziegler, they're going to go, I guarantee you're going to hear smallest guy on the court, but the biggest heart. <laughs> I, announcers love saying it, and it's true. Yeah. And he's he does freshman, play yeah. big, but guarantee he's a freshman. Yeah, he is a freshman. But the other guys, Biscovi, Santiago really and, and I like that their guards' offensive rebound too. Both yeah. of them will like get down there mm-hmm. in the boards. They're, they're tough. tough, tough. So I, they're tough matchups. They're they're going to be a tough matchup for anybody. You can't. Rick Barnes is, that, is their coach, though. I've never really had a lot of faith in yeah. Barnes. I'll be honest with you. See, I disagree. I, I like, think I this like is, Rick Barnes. I think this is the one. So yeah. So that's my guy. So so uh, it, I don't have a double digit, um, but if Tennessee can't make it, I I, I think watch out for TCU. Um, and the reason I say that is I was on Houston until Prestige Worldwide and I were talking earlier. And Houston is one of the worst teams, uh, free throw percentage in the whole mm-hmm. tournament. So if not the worst team at free throw percentage in the whole tournament, that will kill you yeah. down the stretch. I like Tennessee to make the Elite Eight, Tony. I'm with you there. I'm big time with you because I don't. The uh-huh. Colorado State Michigan game, like I'm, I'm not sure who I'm going to pick. I, don't, I, I actually, I, I think oh. Michigan's going to mess around and win, even though I don't think they should be in the tournament. 
And then Ohio State know, Loyola. That happens. Villanova's interesting. They are interesting because I think Jay Wright's a Villanova's really good coach. Villanova's a tough matchup. But I think I like Villanova. To, I mean, not Villanova, Illinois to make Final Four out of that. Ooh. I really like Illinois. Ooh. They still got Kofi Coburn, who I think is big enough. He can dominate. There's big and they enough. got a guard I, that can I, score, too. I got to look a little more, but I actually have UT Chattanooga beating them in first oh. round. But I could be wrong. I got to look a little more. But, the, Mike, that, you know, as you said earlier, you do that first yep. gut check. Yep. Um, You're about any Tennessee bracket, team in the world And I had Tennessee right Chattanooga now. beat them. <laughs> yeah, he's all, well, about, he's all about Tennessee. Tennessee. How you got Boy. Memphis going? What you got Memphis doing? <laughs> I uh, lose them first round uh, to Boise State. But uh, they're really – not in Tennessee. Yeah, that's more nice. Arkansas, really. But, uh, but Tony, so <laughs> I think there's a little thing where it, it's been – you don't see a lot of Arizona because, one, I, first, this is – I just got to shit on the Pac-12 for a second. Even though the Pac-12 <laughs> did great last year and got a – I think they got like five out of eight in the Elite Eight, like good for them. But they don't – they do a terrible job of letting us watch their teams. Like I think the first two rounds of the Pac-12 tournament weren't nationally televised, but the Mountain West Conference oh, tournament network. was televised nationally. Uh, you don't so I don't I, I bring that up I haven't seen Arizona enough so I don't know what Arizona I, I think everybody I've listened to loves Arizona so I think I'm starting to love Arizona but then I yeah. look at that region and I'm like well actually Illinois is my favorite yeah. four seed and then Tennessee's my favorite three seed and I don't like to go against Jay Wright and they got I think we talked about it two weeks yeah. ago Villanova also has the Gillespie kid who's been there for like 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my biggest thing. They're the wit. Okay. To, to backslide a little bit. The, um, the backslide a little bit. (laughs) The winner of the Tennessee Villanova game will win the tournament. Because I'm with but you. Win I really the tournament like and, and He's I not even saying early. Final Four. No, He's saying win the I tournament. Just, well, the winner know, of the Tennessee Villanova game, basically. Well, no, I guess. No, that's the Elite Eight. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll be the Elite Eight. Yeah. Final Four. But anyway, that's that's what I think right now, um, based upon the Villanova. Yeah, I told you about the big guy, Villanova, yep. last time we, we on our podcast. He's just – I know. Um, that's what surprised me. You yeah. kind of talked up Villanova. I know. And you just hate that they if run I had against Tennessee, huh? That was such a bad matchup, and that's what could cost me. But hey, it's a gamble. That's what I'm going with. But for a um, a, a, a wild card, uh, I'm going to flip the script, and it is somebody uh, Lyft mentioned earlier is Murray State, and I know they're going against Kentucky uh, second, and I know they got to play the Dons of San Francisco uh, <laughs> out of the right out of the bat, which that name scares nobody. And so, um, but. Uh, but doggone it, they do have great guards, and they've got as the three all-conference guards playing. And it's Ohio Valley. We are. We but, said um, two weeks ago. We said we like teams with good guards. What's that? What's that guy? Ja? What's his ja name? Morant? Ja What? Ja Morant. He's no longer there. Didn't he go? Oh to yes, 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 yes. I know. Yes. But didn't he go to Murray State? And they, yeah. They have. You heard of that guy? Well, I these. Uh, they've got three really good guards. They are smaller, and and that will give them a problem against Kentucky. I don't know how they'll how they'll stop. Um, sh- Tashibway, sh- oh, I love Tashibway. Tashibway, pops, get ready. Tashibway, he's Tashibway, good. He's fun. He's, he's good. good. Kentucky's own. If I don't know much NBA, but if why he's not the first pick in the draft, I don't know. But um, but wow, but that if they get past Kentucky, the, 
that that bracket could open up for them to be uh, an eight seed going or, or a seven seed going I, to the. To the I only the, the reason I'm not asking you, LJ, is because I realize this is you told me this is the first time you've yep. looked at a bracket. Yep. I have no idea. Um, Who CS Pops, have you filled it out? Just <laughs> have you just filled out the gut bracket yet? Like just no, just I'm I've started and I'm actually filling out a little bit as we talk. Actually, so okay, yeah. Well, because uh, Tony, <clears throat> you what was your championship in your gut bracket? I know it's Tennessee. Over Tennessee versus Gonzaga. Okay. Is Davidson still my gut bracket guy, or <laughs> my gut Davidson, bracket no. was Kentucky over <laughs> Illinois. Was was how my oh wow my okay. ended. So really? me and Tony are both picking a side team to come out, and it's not the one or two. Yeah, yeah, I, that's a good one, Kevin. I need to go back looking at again. I'm trying not to fade the Big Ten because I guess I'm going to be going against the 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 committee. And LJ has already said what brilliant people they are. <laughs> So, um, uh, and I agreed with him. And you so hate it, it when should tell me right. that maybe me too, I should. Me too. Yeah. So it tells me I probably should have give more credence. Is the word for you <laughs> the, uh, to their Whoa. to their advice and, and maybe a little and, bit more um, clear water revival but too. I'm fading right now. I'm fading. <laughs> okay, right. so just I, this is quick, but before we move on to ass hat and he who shall not be named until later. Um, <laughs> commercials in, in March Madness. We're going to see, first off, the impractical jokers are probably going to be thrown around there a few times while you're watching the true TV games. But like last year, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was last year we had the, was it the orange vanilla Coke or, so, or orange vanilla Dr. Pepper? There's something. I think it's it might have been two years ago. Yeah. Was that last year? It's a sweet one. Um, well, no, that's, that's the, yeah, I know what Tony's thinking of. It's the sweet one. It's a sweet one. But I, do y'all remember some commercials? I do remember, El- Pops, do you remember, we probably talked about this before, we went to that um, a long time ago when it was still called the Alltel Arena. I think that's in Little Rock's had like eight <laughs> yeah. changes Alltel. since then. But we went, to the, we went to the tournament and they were, it was like when Coke Zero was first re-enrolled out and they were giving out free Coke Zeros that tournament. I swear I drank like 25 Coke Zeros in a day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get a lot of Starlight Coke. Then, know right? Because that's the new Coke. Oh, you're going to get, what you're going to get, a lot of that, um, the Bud Light that's like uh, the, the cola. No, like the hard cola or whatever. Bud Light like, makes a hard cola now too. Jesus. Or no, yeah. they're seltzer, right? Bud Light next. Seltzer, it's a seltzer, right? but it's like flavored oh. as hard cola. Oh, I have had God. one. It's not bad. It's but not you're gonna, bad. You're going yeah, yeah. to see a lot of ads for that. You're pro- you're going to see a lot, either Pepsi, Coke, or Dr. Pepper. One of them. Tell you, Coke Starlight. Kirk Starlight's going to be a thing because that's like their NASA beverage now. Okay, so you heard it here first. Starlight. Every time, every time you see a Coke Starlight commercial mm-hmm. or hear or see both, you tell whoever you're next to download, subscribe, play. and listen That's to it. Just Press Play podcast. It. Actually, better yet, better yet, every time you see one of those commercials, grab the nearest phone that's not yours and just do it. <laughs> just do it. Don't ask them. Just do it, and then they'll thank you later. They will. They'll thank you later. Yeah, because they won't even have to just press hey, play because uh, it'll be downloaded and already right yeah. there for them. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of speaking of new listeners, I want to shout out go. there to Mark Smith and uh, Terry. Uh, I think it's Terry Rogers from uh, Oaklawn Jockey Club who came up to us in the bar area and went asking us about the Just Press. Play too famous. Podcast. We're too famous. We need to chill. So, uh, <laughs> too famous. We were we were influencers. <laughs> Uh, last weekend. Love to hear it. Shout okay. Out, shout out, shout we out. now, all right. So that wraps up our March Madness coverage for today, obviously, because we're going to be watching all the games. We're going to have you yeah. <laughs> back and ready to rock and roll. 
Um, we need to get into a lot of shit's going on in the NFL. A lot of stuff's happening. A lot of shit. All right, LJ. I don't care about this guy that some people say is the, the greatest of all time or whatever. I don't know. Let's talk Broncos. The Broncos <laughs> got a quarterback. Now, they did give up Drew Locke. That's a big deal. I know, and that doesn't <laughs> hurt me. That does hurt the, me. <laughs> the Broncos trade for Russell Wilson. They give up Drew Locke, uh, Fant, Shelby Harris. Maybe you can tell us how good yeah. Shelby Harris. He must oh. be really good. Either that or the, the Seahawks got fleeced. Two first and two second rounds. Thoughts as a Bronco. Well, I will say I think the Seahawks did get fleeced. I think Shelby Harris is – I think that's the trade. I mean, I, I like Noah Fant. I, I like Drew Locke. But, like, the trade is Shelby Harris. A D-tackle for, for a quarterback? Uh, no, I know. That's why it's fleeced. It's a, it is an okay. absolute fleecing. Um, and and they, get, they got a lot of draft picks. They got a ton of draft picks over this, too. Two first um, and two second. I do want to mention, LJ, I think – do you know what pick the Broncos – were they a 10th pick or ninth? Ooh, I don't know if the top They're of my head, one of the yeah, two. Something like something – like, yeah. I think range. the the Se- Seattle gets the ninth pick, I think, and they would have had the tenth pick had they not traded for a safety that's not actually good at playing safety. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, so, and I think like whoops. a part of the deal is I think the Seahawks were kind of up against the wall because, uh, as I've heard it, the uh, the Eagles were trying to put out really good numbers to get Russell Wilson, Washington and, as well, and okay, so Washington as well, and I know that Russell Wilson said. I'm not uh, signing off on this uh, trade, uh, you know, whatever clause. Russell, uh, yeah, I, I heard Russell said no to both NFC beast teams. He didn't want to yeah. come play the Cowboys. He didn't want to play the Cowboys. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, understand. I get why. He'd rather play Mahomes and Herbert. And- <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but but no, I think uh, I think I think uh, that the Seahawks were a little bit up against the wall and, and took a little bit less than they probably should. I mean, look. Shelby's man like that is that like that's a heart and soul sort of player right there, um, which is really important, I think, for Seattle moving forward because they they're starting to cut everybody. Um, they're starting to go. Well, they to cut rebuild, Bobby which, Wagner like 24 hours later, which yeah. might be the best Seahawks. Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner might be the two best Seahawks. Of well, those time. are the last two Seahawks that have won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks as well. Yep. So uh, big deal. They um, might need to cut Pete Carroll is what they might. Yeah, need I was about to say, do. I don't I don't know if their coach makes it through the rebuild, but uh, but I think they're in a rebuild sort of world. And having somebody like like Shelby Harris is, I think, a pretty big deal for the new guys that are coming into the locker room because he he has been not only important like uh, on the field, but in the locker room for the Broncos. So I think that's that's a good trade for them in the sense that they get somebody if they're going to go into a rebuild, if they have to get rid of Russell Wilson. But the Broncos came out way ahead on this trade. No doubt. No doubt whatsoever. You know, what was the most clear thing for me, LJ, was that they did finally uh John Elway is still part of the team, but he's not making decisions anymore because he would <laughs> yeah. never allow for a quarterback under six foot eight to be. He specifically chose not to draft Russell Wilson. He picked Brock Osweiler instead. I just want to know how tall is Elway, by the way. I mean, is he? He's six not, five or six six? I think six 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 seven. No, he's not yeah. six seven. Is he? Six three. He's, six, he's six, six, three. I'm going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Elway six three. Six three. Shortest quarterback oh, to ever play six under six. Elway's tenure. <laughs> that is actually <laughs> probably factually correct. Um, That's funny. Tony. Do but you, in 1980, what do you think about the trade for Russell Wilson? I mean, I think it's a no brainer. You're, you're getting a franchise guy in. And you didn't have to pick up Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. So we well, necessarily have to talk about that. If we're, being, if we're being honest, LJ, the I know I, maybe they were are always going for Russell because I've heard rumors that this trade was they were working on it. They just did a good job of not leaking it out. Yeah, but that's um, what I've heard too. Yeah, it did. It looked as if 
as soon as they lost out on the Aaron Rodgers deal, they went for Russell. I don't no, know. My but understanding, just, my understanding from the inside is that Aaron Rodgers signed that deal because the Russell Wilson trade had gotten to his agent. That's my understanding. Okay, hmm. and I, I could be way off. It, but they actually, if, if which Rodgers being Rodgers being the asshat <laughs> right. that he is, uh, and he's like, I don't know what my contract is. I know every single. Program at ESPN, Fox, and CBS all report fifty-three million guaranteed for this year. But I don't know. I haven't signed it anyway. Whatever it is, it sounds it. like they got Russell Westbrook for a lot cheaper. Westbrook, not, not Westbrook. Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Wilson for a lot cheaper. This is not, the I say a lot cheaper, but like Russell Wilson's getting paid less than Kirk Cousins is. I think this year. Well, and go. Russell Wilson <laughs> this year. I still think he's really good. Pops, where, you, where are you at? Where are you I at? think Russell Wilson's still really good. I think, you know, I get a little tired of some of his some of his antics a little bit, but I do think he's He's got, annoying because he tries to be too perfect. He's too and, and, bland sometimes. Yeah, he tries to be too yeah. perfect. Show me your per- – I mean, don't be an asshat necessarily. But, yeah, <laughs> what are your yeah. options? Yeah, right yeah, I mean, well, maybe he's just an Rogers asshole and he's trying Watson. not to show it. But um, I do think he's got game left. What well, I was shocked to find out he's been in the league as long as Matt Stafford. I, I thought Stafford had been there quite a bit oh, longer. Oh, wow. Uh, than Russell they were drafted Wilson. the same year? Wasn't it, didn't we talk about that on this podcast? I think we did. And that I just – Russell Wilson's quite a bit younger. Oh, he though. is. So he left college a little early or something. That doesn't yeah, that Wilson's... doesn't add up in my brain because yeah, Russell no, Wilson let me let me look. Let me yeah, look. look at that I, up. I think no, we I... need we need IT mm-hmm. on that. But keep going, pops. Well, I, I just I think Russell Wilson with you know they gave up Von Miller, but I still think they got a pretty solid defense and I, that offense. I, I, I like to know a fan too, but I like Javante Williams. Uh, uh, a lot is that young running back. It and sounds those receivers. like Melvin, Melvin Gordon's going to leave, but they still have Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, who would be a Tim much Patrick? better receiver in our eyes if he didn't have a, a insurance agent. And oh, that guy named and Jerry also Judy, Jerry Judy, uh, who's yeah. amazing. I think wicked amazing. So yeah, I like it. I like wicked. the trade. I think is Denver's it ready, ready or do to we go? Need go over to, to uh, uh, so Stafford actually has been in the league for three years longer, but they're only one year apart in age. Okay, that's what it is. Their age was very close. Their age is very close. Yeah. Okay. So Tone, where where do you stand? Because I pops, I can't disagree with. You. There's a lot of weapons on that offense. I felt like they were. Uh-huh. I really feel. I mean, they are in a division that's tough, but I felt like they were a quarterback away the whole time, and they now have the quarterback, but they are going they against Mahomes and Justin Herbert, yeah. who yeah. we'll get to the Chargers in a second. They are loading up down there in, in L.A. Tony, where do you stand? Jeez. Yeah, Denver, Denver did what they had to do to keep up in the AFC West and compete, but I, I don't know that – Seattle, I think, did better – uh, in the trade, I think it's really, really close. Really, because two first, two seconds. Noah Fant and he said Shelby Harris, uh, two guys that they'll have. And for Drew Lock, Drew Lock, <laughs> and Drew Lock. Um, so I, I don't think Drew Lock can run any faster away from all the holes in an offensive line That's than Russell Wilson true. could. So I'm not sure. How they need to go get Marcus Mariota. The Broncos the actually thing have a good offensive to line too. Ball. We're all talking about their weapons. They, they do. The Broncos have a no, good the, roster. The are looking good. Russ, I mean, the Broncos became very competitive in the AFC way in the AFC. So um, the bu- Buffalo is who's hurting, and they're the ones that need to go get CMC so they can keep up. But um, that'd be big. Uh, you see all the see all the players moving from the NFC to the AFC. But um, uh, but I, I still think Seattle did very well in the trade. 
That's I, interesting. They got so rid of I, a big cap number. Somebody they were going to have to sign at 34 or 35 for a long-term contract. Because look at what these guys are getting, what Aaron Yeah, Rogers no, Russell's contract's going to be insane when he has to sign one. Yeah, sure. so so Seattle government, because they're not going to be good. They're not going to be good for two or three years. They're just not. That's and their so, fault for drafting shitty. I mean, that's not. But well, so give them more draft picks. That's Let's not go. what you're saying. So. <laughs> so they could trade two of those draft picks for a, for a strong lineman, or they probably will, will probably trade down and get a bunch more because they need offensive line. Okay. And so they could, they could trade a first for two more seconds and a third. Uh, and get three good offensive linemen with that, and that's really what they. So need. to put on this trip, put a pin on this trade before we move on. It sounds like pops. Uncle Tony says Seahawks. He's clear. He said Seahawks got the the better end. I think me and LJ are. To- and LJ might be biased, but I, we are both very opposite. I, I think you're trading a defensive tackle. Who I'm sure Shelby Harris is good. Big but deal. Big deal. But that's a lot to give up for a guy. We we consider. I think everybody on the podcast considers a franchise guy. Where do you, who do you think wins the trade? I feel like it's a landslide. I mean, I think Denver wins the trade because I mean they 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 had the capital to give they got up, their guy. and they got their guy. I mean, Russell Wilson is is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. I think, and uh, I think yeah, no I doubt. think he's going to really just, make a difference on that Denver squad. I really do. He might be number three in his division, but. He could be the third best in his division. That's true. <laughs> it is interesting. So, Uncle Tony, I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, the the Chargers are going all in on Herbert on his rookie deal. We're about to spend some money. They, If you haven't seen, we're recording this on Tuesday, so they might have another signing by Monday. the time you hear this. Yeah, it's Monday. My, my <laughs> clock's all messed up. So they might have another signing by the time you hear this, but they've already got they signed they got Mike Williams back. Then they they're trading for Khalil Mack, so they're getting a pass rusher, and they signed J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. That's some that's some uh-huh. serious stuff coming in. Where do you think? What do you think about the Chargers moves? Yeah. I man, I you got to do something, right? I mean, yeah, there's a lot. You got Mahomes, you got Russell Wilson, you, you better you better be ready. I I don't I'm not sure I want to be the cornerback on the other side of JC Jackson because you're about to get you better. Get Khalil Mack. I'm just saying, you better you're get good. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack and you're Bosa. We know where you stand on Bosa playing all 16 or 17 yeah. games, Uncle Tony. You know but I mean that's some serious edge rushers. Yeah. Yeah. I I tell you what, I yeah. Whoever the tight end is playing against uh, the Chargers defense, you better load up on him that week in, in fantasy because there's going to be a lot of short passes in the It'll flat. It'll be no offense when they play against Seattle because uh, the West plays the West. So, yep. there you, Oh, there you go. That AFC West is going to be a beast. Uh, it's going to be a guy. Oh, it's really uh, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm telling you. It's fun. To the, the, the NFC West, West, West playing the NFC West this year oh, is I mean, like yeah. huge. Yeah, that is a They problem. play each other. The yeah. West plays the West. Like The West sure. plays the West yeah. this year. So I'm wow. telling you, there are seven losable games on at least seven losable games, depending on how you feel about the teams in these conferences. Maybe like 12 losable games. One, especially teams. with how much Staley goes for two and yeah. four downs. I mean, they could be a great team and lose nine games. <laughs> I mean, it it's going to be intense. The West, the <laughs> NFC West and the AFC West are going to cannibalize each other. It's it's going to be rough for many of these teams to make. You're going to have so. a team get in, barely get in, and be. But we're going to be on wild card weekend going. Yeah, but I really think the Chargers are awesome. I really think the Broncos are so, awesome. Or yeah, something, you true, know? true. <laughs> 
Um, so Minnesota and Buffalo in the in the <laughs> possibly that does make some sense. <laughs> LJ, do you want to talk about? Standing. I'm going to say both their names. Their their government names. Do you want to talk Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Where do you want to go? Neither, <gasps> really, oh, honestly. No. Um, I mean, I, so I can give it quick uh, for both. Uh, I'm glad we didn't end up with Rodgers, and uh, and I hate that Brady's playing another year. Done. I don't have anything else. To say. <laughs> All right, done so with LJ, podcast. wrap that up, pops. What do you think, Aaron? So. We'll go Tom Brady first. Tom Brady comes back. Do you think he was ever like actually retired, or do you care? Or like, where do you stand? Where, well, the, the only thing I think he 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 went and retired and said, you know what? I'm going to go be uh, the father that my kids hadn't had in a while, and I'm going to be the husband that my <laughs> wife days hadn't passed. had in a while. And, and then thirty days pass, and he's back in the league. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, play. Pops knows how that feels. Yeah, well, you know, play. He's great. You know what? He is, if if he could be sitting home next September, going, you know, I'm better than all these guys I'm watching, except maybe the guys in the AFC. West and um, <laughs> you know so he probably should play again and but but just don't say all that bullshit about how you're going to be the perfect husband and father now and then go back and play football and be gone all the time uh, that, 40 like, like not even just a few weeks a month a little over a month well I mean I, don't I will mind. say I, I, he, he's more fun with Tom Brady in the league because the guy can play and it gives us stuff to talk about so you know I like him playing well, I, I'll say in defense of Tom Brady, I protect my ears because I want to keep doing my job because I like my job uh, when I'm 70 years old. So, like, I get it. Like, I, I don't think I could sit down for 40 days and be just OK with not working anymore. Like, that feels wrong. like I get it. I just wish he wasn't playing. I just want to be clear. I wish he wasn't playing. <laughs> I'm done with it. <laughs> uh, Tony, have you seen? So there's uh. there is speculation that this is oh, oh hold on Kitty. oh conspiracy Kevin come on in oh. uh, yes so there's <laughs> speculation that he retired wanting to leave the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers made it very clear that we if you're playing in this upcoming season it's in Tampa you will be playing in Tampa <laughs> and so he's coming back and he chose Sunday of all days because free agency starts on Monday and so if they want to resign all the guys they need to resign. It helps to know that we got a quarterback and we're not going out looking for Mitchell Trubisky. No shade to Mitchell Trubisky, but he's not top rated. <laughs> a little bit, a little shade to um, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> signing with the Steelers, by the so, way. So, yeah. What do you think about that or just him coming back or was he ever actually retired? I mean, yeah. So, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I'd like to that think he just this hates is that people were talking that, about Aaron Rodgers. He's like, I want people to talk about Tom Brady. I, his kids aren't as big yeah, as Gronk. He's I, frustrated. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want I want to believe this is the scenario that brought Tom Brady back just because I want to believe it. Uh, Tom Brady went home and he said, man, I'm so glad that's over. I'm just going to sit around the house and I'm going to get to know my kids. I'm going to get to know my wife. And after about three weeks, his wife said, you need to get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> or I'm, this is just not working for me. Because I can't be around you this much. And the kids are bouncing all over his knees and climbing all over his head. And he's like, oh, geez, I, I, I got to go. <laughs> and um, and so I, I want to say that Tom says, well, it's got to be easier playing football than it is being around this He house. chose to go and get tackled by Aaron freaking Donald over <laughs> being with his family. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he came up. That's, that's the story I'd like to be. But I don't, you know, sometimes these guys, they just, they, they just can't. Help, but and um, he's coming. I I think it's a mistake. He'll probably come back and play fairly well. I just think he's 
it's a shame he's going to go out. He's going to wait till he has that Peyton Manning moment, yeah. and I wish he yeah. wouldn't. And um, uh, and so we just just keep keep moving on. But uh, um, anyway, we'll see. I you know it. I have again, again this week. It has been further galvanized that Aaron Rodgers is an asshat <laughs> because here's a guy. They just handed you a $200 million check and said, here, here you go. I want you to be a Packer. Oh, I didn't sign that. I, I didn't sign nothing. I have something, though. I, I, think I, have, I think I have a rebuttal. Uh, well, I, I, he's been quoted as saying, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like what he said, to be clear, is that the reports of exactly what that contract is are incorrect. It's not whether or not he signed a contract. It, Conspiracy Kevin okay. is back. Do you want to hear? You want to hear? Yeah. What? I, did he leave? Okay. Has he ever left? No, yeah, he's I been didn't know he ever left. left. Um. He. Uh, so you've seen the news with Devonte? They want to yes. franchise tag Devonte Adams, yeah. and Devonte Adams has made it clear. They did franchise? Well, and he's made it clear. Yeah. I'm not signing that shit. Yeah. I'm. I'm ready for my deal. I need to get paid, which is understandable. Yeah. I think he's yeah. 29, maybe 30. Like this is his chance. At this is bite at the apple. This is the deal. He needs to get paid. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, it looks real shitty by Mister Asshat that he's getting 153 guaranteed and 200 million total, but they don't have money to secure old Devonte. He's supposed to be a teammate guy, anti uh, anti owners, but teammate. Well, guy. Well, can I also say that? And so I think that's why he's kind of like, well, I, 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 those numbers aren't. Guaranteed. I don't know. To I don't shut know. down the conspiracy, I thought his contract was really cap friendly. Like there was a lot of like signing bonus money. There was yeah. a lot of. We don't I know. We too. just don't know. Right, but I think like if he's saying that these aren't the numbers, then I think what he's saying then is that like my guarantees aren't right, my signing bonus ain't right, like. Like I think that I'm that also might, skeptical of trusting him ever since. Every, like, like, that's ever? fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Um, what, what did he say? Immunized. Like, come on. <laughs> but I think that I think that uh, Shailene is that back. him trying to imply that the cap friendly deal isn't true, so he doesn't upset Devonte feels like a a dumb move. Which I guess I'm not taking out of the realm. I guess yeah, I'm not taking out of the realm. Which is possible. Which is possible. It's an asshat move. What it is. We'll see. I, that, it, yeah, and, I can't imagine yeah. though that he. I just can't imagine. So like right before he resigned, they had like a big wedding. I think it was Bakhtiari's wedding or one of the one of the players' wedding. Yeah, and like all of them were there. I just can't imagine he resigned of all people, knowing like without knowing. All right, Devonte going to get taken care of. Like you know, I just yeah yeah. It seems out of the realm. Unless, that does seem that seems shocking to me. That does. We're adding up pieces unless, like LJ said, he learned. Oh shit. Denver would rather go with Russell. Yeah. This is probably my best option. Let's hope we get Devontae back. But I just, it's hard to think yeah. he would go back to Green Bay where he doesn't even seem like he fully loves it. But then again, I don't think he fully loves it anywhere. He's an asshat. He's tough to be around. <laughs> well, and, and I do think, and I think to, <laughs> Tony to throw told us. to that is that uh, he actually, I don't think he actually cares whether Devontae gets a deal. He cares whether he gets another receiver. Um, they did draft I, Jordan yeah. Love instead of taking. Um, Justin Jefferson, which is still hilarious. I, I think that's like kind of his whole point yeah. is that that I don't think he actually cares whether Devonte gets the deal. Yeah. I think he cares whether or not he gets the players he wants. So is Jordan yeah. is Jordan or is Jordan Love? Yeah, is he the biggest loser in all this? Because like his career is over. I mean, you know, uh, Blaine Gabbard's no, had a bad up. weekend. So <laughs> I mean, he's having a. I mean. I mean, the best job in the world is a backup NFL Hell yeah, quarterback. Fair enough. Have, you put on a visor and fair hold a clipboard, enough. man, and make ten million dollars a year. I'll, I'll sign me up. Yeah, I'll do that. 
I'll take. Yeah, I'll that stop job. being a point guard, but and I'll move to the NFL. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about it. Be the one you don't need to go answer your door, or right? just knocking on your door <laughs> right now. Not right now. Yeah, I do have. Right right I, don't know why. I do have a biggest loser <laughs> of the weekend, and y'all may have seen this. Yeah. Uh, just hours before Tom Brady announced he was coming back, some anonymous person bought his last touchdown yes, thrown in a losing playoff game. For five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Half a million. Then nineteen hours later, Brady unretired. Now it's just another. According to now, according to industry experts, that ball is worth fifteen thousand. Yeah, there are literally thousands of those balls. If he throws another touchdown, it's just a touchdown. It's a touchdown in a playoff game that Brady lost. There's always a winner and a loser. That is brutal. You think he like specifically didn't like that guy? Hey, you know what? If that guy could pay five hundred thousand dollars for that game ball, oh, he yeah. can afford he can afford this bullshit. That's fine. So, I'm not. Yeah, I feel yeah, no pity. Yeah, I don't feel yeah, any pity a, for the guy. It's discretionary um, income. Other big know. quarterback news: Mitchell Trubisky going to Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, oh my god! He's no good. Uh, where did know? Wentz go? Wentz went somewhere. Okay, that you took commanders. Not Washington football. The commanders. Yeah, Washington commanders. Right. The commanders. For Wentz. Carson Commander. You were Cody the Commander Carlson back did in the day. Did you see that the Washington <laughs> com, the Washington Commanders odds for winning the Super Bowl went down when they traded for Wentz? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> they took on his big contract and they traded a 2022 second and third. And a 2023 third that could become a second if he plays 70% of the, of the pick. Like the Colts were happy with that. The Colts were like, oh, for real? Yeah. Y'all take yeah. the contract? Oh, and you'll give us picks? Okay. <laughs> well, they got it back because Carson Wentz is the king of the conditional pick, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what happened when he took him to the Colts. Sure. He said, okay, if you play 60% of the time, that second will become a first. And guess what? He paid like 72, 78. I- Congratulations. Can we conditional can we be in the, on, in the honest tree for just a second? Can we be honest with each other? In the Maybe. honest tree? Yeah, yeah, let's get in the yeah, honest let's, tree right quick. Let's, 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 let's climb up together. Yeah, come on, come on up, guys. All right. I, um, <laughs> I still don't hate Carson Wentz. I think he could be good. I still haven't totally sold all my stock. I, guys got skills. He has the got stock's been talent. burning me tree? left and right, but I'm still holding on to a little bit. Are we in the tree? Yeah, no, we're in the tree. tree. I like you got some honesty. Yeah, I like. Be careful. Don't fall. I like the view don't from fall. up here. I, you know, if if they can do for Carson Wentz what LA did for Stafford and not have him throw that one uh, interception. He'll be okay. He'll be pretty good. We we just need he, we we need to, and I'm saying we, which is terrible because I hate Washington, which is also tough. But they just need to convince him. You know, when you're pretty much sacked and you can't see a damn thing, you don't have to throw it up over your head. You no, don't have to. The only thing that scares me on that, Kevin, is if Frank or I couldn't get that out of him. You know. That was a fair point. I think I heard someone on ESPN at one point. They were like, so Ron Rivera called up Frank Wright, who loves Carson Wentz, is the only one that made him successful, (laughs) and is like his guy, and was like, hey, you want to trade him? Frank Frank Wright was like, yes, yes, I am. And Rivera's like, I got two second-round picks with your name on it, buddy. (laughs) Bingo. Um, I mean, there's worse worse people to throw to than Terry McLaurin, so we'll see. No doubt. How about uh, Kirk Cousins? Just is he the smartest money man in the NFL ever? <laughs> I think I saw where he's made more money okay. than anybody in the league over the last seven, eight years. Has he made like Brad that? for money yet? Or so I, this and is I an still IT think he sucks. department. Yeah, this is an IT department assignment. 
Find out how much Kirk Cousins has made on one-year contracts. You know, because Washington, back when they were the Redskins, franchised him three times. And on that third, there was a, a – I think he's up that, to $300 million just earned so far. So – I'd be interested to see Kirk Cousins may be the most the quarterback that has made the most money on one year deals ever. That's gonna be a tough full like to figure out in IT today. But yeah, I mean I you can tell you he's earned more than IT. IT can tell you he's earned more than IT gets paid. Okay, well I, well, I didn't need IT for that. <laughs> he might well, be able to get Mike Zimmer's girlfriend if he keeps making all this money. Hey, hey now. Hey, hey. His money hey, is insane hey, though. Oh, I'm, hey. I'm looking at his career earnings. His money is insane. Dang. And the deal he just signed made yeah. it to where like he's guaranteed. That I think the next two years, like he, it, yeah. it helped him out. I, he gets so many player friendly deals. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it's smart by him. I mean, no, I don't think he's him. a bad Pretty guy. Much. I just don't think he's a great quarterback. No. I mean, that's the only thing. No, but he's going to have a bunch of in out burger locations though. <laughs> when he gets done. Um, what else we got? We got oh, okay. We got to touch on uh, Deshaun Watson. Looks like he's visiting. Oh, no, teams. we don't have to touch on Deshaun Watson, do we? Yeah, I don't want to touch him. <laughs> well, no, he does. Yeah, he does want to touch. touch is the key phrase. Right? He does plenty of touching. We don't have to do any touching. Um, he looks like he's. I guess the. I don't know if the Steelers are ruled out now that they got Trubisky, but he's meeting with the Seahawks, the Panthers, Saints, and I've read that the Saints are kind of the favorite right now. Have y'all heard anything yeah. different, Tony? I haven't heard anything. Brady's that's back. What I heard. Yeah, they're now that they got in as soon as they knew Brady was. They heard, got inkling that Brady was going to resign. The Saints says, "Well, wait a minute. I don't think we can do this with with Winston. Let's see if we can get. Let's not sign Winston. Let's sign. Let's see if we can get Deshaun Watson." Did you see? I'm I'm pulling it up. Uh, a guy who I really like. He just he just really uh, stepped in the in the trash a little bit. Adam Schefter. Oof. Trying to tweet the reports Oof. of the chef of the Oof. Sean Watson thing. Did y'all see his tweets? Yeah, I can't. I, I, he tweet. I forget that it's it's a free agency time, so you got to go through a lot of tweets to find what he what he said. But um, I'm just trying to buy he time. Been here. on his A game. No, he has stepped in the shit no. so many times. And, I think and he's about to. I think he's about he's to work for Barstool. A free agent. I think he's about to work for Barstool. <laughs> well, see, Possibly. Joe Buck's going to work ESPN. for ESPN. And- Troy's Troy, following him, yeah. Is Troy Masama- Okay, got it. Is Here, Troy going to I mean, that's okay. not like so, confirmed, but that's likely. That's, what happened was – So this is Schefter? What happened was – yeah, this is Schefter. So just for anybody not – Deshaun Watson um, accused by – 22? in double digits. We'll just 22. say double oh, – 22. Wow, that's worse than I double thought. <laughs> accused by 22 of – is it sexual assault? Is that what they're? I think it depends on the the case. There, there are a handful of different but, things, but and and they might not. Be, you know, mostly massage therapists be, that have worked for the Texans, right? But and then he was found by a grand jury where they didn't charge him. They didn't necessarily say like the man's innocent, but they didn't find no him criminal guilty. charges. Right? No criminal charges yeah. pressed against him. And Adam Schefter tweets out, "This is verbatim." Another big word for you people out there. I love it. This is why Deshaun Watson, from the beginning, welcomed a police investigation. He felt he knew that the truth would come out. And today, a grand jury did not charge him on any of their criminal complaints. I don't know if he watched any, like, show, like... Just because they don't charge you, that just means they didn't have enough evidence yeah, to no, get you. Yeah, no, literally all that... They might that know tweet, you did it. That tweet says is that uh, this is why Deshaun Watson invited a police investigation, because he knew there weren't cameras in the massage room. Like that's that's all that means. 
It's just not a very good one. And and, and, and and he took the DNA with him. <laughs> That's what that means. He took the DNA with him. And let's follow <laughs> he up. He didn't leave any DNA behind. Now, the replies are tough, and rightfully so. He deserved all of it. But he did reply. He, he replied this week because he realized that. Or either he realized or his PR person realized, hey, buddy, that wasn't the right tweet. He realized and he's he responded in a contract with, here, man. This was a poorly worded tweet that deserves a proper response. It was intended to provide insight into the strategy of Watson's legal team from his point of view. I should have been clear. As legal experts have explained, a lack of indictment alone does not mean someone is innocent. So he did. I just wonder if he was watching like the OJ trial and being like, innocent. He watched American Crime Story. (laughs) Did you see the glove? (laughs) The glove does not fit. You must acquit. I just poor Adam. If I poor have Adam. all the washcloths, like you Schechter. can't charge. I don't I feel like any Adam pity Schechter. for Schefter. No, 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 no. You're fine. Uh, no, you're, no. You've yeah. been making this decision for a long time to just go for the beat news. Whatever, dude. Come on the podcast and fight yeah. me. <laughs> and that's coming from a... He, 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 he oh, got all his, he got all his rips in that. Denver. I know. Uh, he's he, a Denver beat up. guy. That, that was his thing. Whatever. Come on and fight me. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um... Do we have any other any other NFL? I just got to say, can I say well, that I, I think the 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 value of a draft pick has been devalued incredibly, which I I think well because everyone with. watched everyone watched quarterback going for the the Brady and the and the Stafford and then the and then the Rams. Well, I think that's the thing is I think that that a draft pick is a a high risk high reward, but having a a player that has proven themselves is a is a low risk high reward, um, and I think that. Uh, I think draft picks have been completely devalued uh, and we're looking at Seattle and whether or not they get fleeced is whether or not you believe draft picks are worth something. And I think Tony makes a good point for offensive linemen. They're worth something, but for most other positions, they're, they're really a crapshoot of whether or not you get what you want. And I, I kind of like to see it. I kind of like to see them being a currency. And I, I think that's really interesting. I think the Rams kind of like really tipped us off that this was going to happen, that draft picks were starting to mean less. So I just think that's interesting. It's high risk, high reward. It is. I, no, I agree I would, with you. I, I, I think I'm saying. kind of. Yeah. So I get the argument. Like, you're, if you trade your draft picks, you're getting like uh, what the what the Rams did. They trade their picks to so get Jalen Ramsey, who's like this guy's a stud. We mm-hmm. know we're going to stud a draft pick. You might get Micah Parsons. Right. You right. Might how get, many quarterbacks right. have the Broncos drafted? Uh, how many? Right. Before they found anybody that I mean, they haven't drafted a quarterback that's played well for them ever. Maybe. Um, because they didn't even draft Elway, <laughs> so um, I can't even think of the last quarterback they drafted for him that's won more than like a handful of games for them. So they didn't draft Plummer either. I no. like Plummer. They, um, Jay Cutler. They drafted Jay Cutler. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and we saw. I mean, McDaniel's. Thank you for going to Oakland or uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, there you go. No, I yeah, I just I think draft picks are are such a crapshoot that it's it's hard to depend on. But if you can get somebody that like is is worth those draft picks, then get it a hundred percent. Like, I think that's the, the, if you have draft picks, trade them now, I think, because I think in like two years, they're meaningless. That, that guess I can tell that uncle Tony, I can tell Tony's a pro draft pick guy. I can just tell. By Not necessarily. No, I, I just caveat into LJ. I, I agree with him, but I think it's because the first round players have going to be, have become more high risk, high reward than they ever have. Yeah. I mean, you look at Jamar Chase and Percy Sewell. But it was that the Sewell, offensive yeah, tackle, yeah. Penny, and Penny Sewell, Penny, Penny Sewell, Penny Sewell, like that, yeah. Penny Sewell, and um, <clears throat> you can tell the difference there. And so Jamar Chase played out um, 
we still don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. I, I think that he will, but we don't know. Right. So uh, I think those first round draft picks now are much, those are high risk, high reward players, but there are several players in the second and third round that I think are much more, less risk, better reward picks. And those are the picks I think, I think draft picks are still worth something. It's just, there's just more risk with well, them. I think, I think you're dead on. If you're, if you're drafting linemen, I think that's that's uh, that makes a lot of sense. I think like yeah. you're you're not. I think lineman hits more than any other position. Yeah, and I don't Honestly, I don't think yeah. you're getting a lot of linemen off of free agency. I think you've got to, uh, you know, you've got to create that talent. Um, so you've got to like have a system that builds a uh, solid yeah. college offensive lineman into great professional offensive yeah. lineman. Um, but when it comes to yeah, those skill players, we'll see if they can make it. You know, and so going for the the talent that exists makes a lot of sense. Um, LJ, just real. I know Tony had another point that he or another no, NFL topic, but uh, just what could have been in 2012, the Broncos drafted Brock Osweiler 57th. I know. That I know. was 18 picks before Russell Wilson. I know. I know. Was taking it 70. I know. And the no, Broncos just traded two first, two no, seconds, and three. Players. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Thank you. I know. Just, yeah, just I make sure. I, I just wanted to, you know, make sure I've, that was. I've known that for years. <laughs> documented. Okay. Tony, was there anything left NFL-wise in free agency or just in general? Uh, so one thing on Devontae Adams, because so broke today, Christian Kirk signed a contract for Christian 21. Kirk. Christian Kirk. Yeah, with Arizona, right? Arizona. But he signed with the Jags? But he signed with the okay. Jags. $21 million a year. Wow. Seems like a lot. That is a lot. And Christian Kirk, Michael Gallup signed – Four or five years for fifteen around fifteen million, sixteen million a year. Yeah. yeah. Devontae Adams, I think his tender for that um franchise is like nineteen million. Nineteen point something, I think. Um I, I'm not playing for that when Christian Kirk just got twenty one million dollars a year. I'm sitting I'm, you just watched what happened with Chris Godwin. You could tear an ACL or something. Yeah. Devontae like, Adams no, is twice the receiver that, that Christian Kirk is. Christian Kirk, by the way, if if Christian Kirk's agent is listening out there, I need him to call me because I need him to I need to hire him yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I need that kind of stupid money. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was interesting and 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 I could understand why Devontae Adams would be upset. Yeah, agreed. No, agreed. if I'm Devontae Adams, I totally get why all the reports today or as of Monday were I'm not effing playing on the franchise yeah. tag. Like I, I'm not a- opposed to coming back to Green Bay, but it ain't on the tag. Yeah. I can tell you that that uh, Devonta Adams sounded a whole lot like Samuel L. Jackson today. <laughs> there was yeah. a bunch of MS being dropped everywhere in that. I house. bet you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So that wraps up uh, our NFL talk. I can y'all indulge me. This might not be a, a long rant. But can I go on a little bit Please. of a rant for a sec? Please. Are we up in the so back tree? up in the tree? The honesty tree? No. This is just a re- no. We oh, don't even have to be okay. in the tree. We can just be on the ground. I, I think I might have to get back. In the oh, tree we're not later. in the tree. Okay, never mind. I have <laughs> talks about Falcons later, and we can get back in the tree in that. But and it's not even about the Atlanta Falcons. About Falcon. <laughs> just Falcon. But um, yeah. Um, Russell Westbrook. I don't know if y'all saw this late, like a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, while we were off. He he was complaining about people calling him Westbrick. <laughs> and, and his Shoot complaint better. was like <laughs> I think Charles Barkley literally said well quit bricking <laughs> um, Russell Westbrick <laughs> he uh I he, he said Poor that guy. that's his family name and that's rude yeah, and yeah. it's disrespectful and he did mention at one point 
that his family's got death threats. And I, I don't think this needs to be said, but in case it does, I'm against death threats to any sure, athlete. I think that's stupid and dumb. But that's he dumb. doesn't want to be called Westbrook or Westbrook because that's disrespectful. That is coming from the same guy as soon as Kevin Durant left the Thunder. Yeah. He was all about the cupcake chance and like and like all the all the players or all the fans wearing cupcakes and doing all this stuff mm-hmm. to make fun of Durant when they came back. You can't have it both ways. No, agreed. It's fun when you're talking shit about someone else, and it's not fun when they're talking shit about you. That just I yep. I don't like the fans that heckle players. Like that are like rude, rude. Like you're gonna get heckled, but like the ones that are like heckling players and saying very like either racist or just misogynistic, anything. You don't need to say all that. But Westbrook, Westbrook is fine. Westbrook is fine. Yeah, Westbrook. Hey, the guy fine. makes forty million a year. He can be called Westbrook. Get yeah. the f over it, dude. Come on. <laughs> you can call me shithead if you're gonna pay me forty million a year. <laughs> so I never we call him shithead. Don't him. pay him anything. What are y'all talking yeah. about? <laughs> Um, I like Dick Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> My next thing. Now let's get to falconry. We don't have to get we, back in the tree. Can we but get back we in do, the tree though? I just want to. Yeah, let's get back there, in the yeah. tree. Let's get back in the tree. It is safe in the tree. Here, let's get back. Okay. In Japan. Nice, well, actually, it's a good segue. We're going from West Bricks to Stones. Um, <laughs> in Japan, there's now a minor boom in falconry because crows are attacking solar power plants with stones. And the only effective way to keep the crows away is to deploy falcons. One trained falcon making 60 attacks sorties a day can protect 100,000 solar panels. That is just a headline I didn't think I would read. I think that's brilliant, and I love that. I'm a big fan. That's like Charlie Kelly logic. Like, if you've got a cat, I'll bring another cat. You're going to bring another cat. (laughs) We actually, at work, we have an issue with a raccoon. And I was like, (laughs) you know what we need to do? We need to add another raccoon to the mix. So, wait, wait. What is the deal with another cat? Tell me that again. So, it's always sunny. Someone ends up with a cat (laughs) on their wall, and they're trying to get the cat out. So, they, like, tie a cat to a leash. And that's then try to pull the cats out together. It's it's a whole thing. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's from Sunny, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, okay. always Sunny. Yeah. Right, now I yeah. get Sunny. Okay. okay. So I need to go back to this. I need to go back to this falconry thing. I love it. So okay. it was this a? Is this like an episode from the Game of Thrones, or is no, this for real? This is totally for real. It, legit. Why, Japan why had are, an issue where these crows keep dropping stones on their solar power systems, and they're trying first, to be you know. Yeah. What's the issue? Let's. Let's discuss that. Why in the hell would a crow drop a rock so, stone so I will say at a solar panel? This, this is some information. What, what did the solar panel do to uh, it? Crows what, what are, are incredibly it? smart. They're incredibly smart. Uh, they actually know how crosswalks work. They uh, they know that if you like, if you bring back, they do. <laughs> you know Genuinely. they know how crosswalks they know, work. They, they, they walk across the road when the light's green. I swear to God, this is a fact. Crows are very, very smart animals. And I think that they have I can't tell if LJ is bullshit. I know. He could be you never waiting know. on thick. You never oh, know. Okay, but they're incredibly smart animals. And I would imagine they're probably getting like a fair bit of attention when they're dropping stones on these solar panels. I totally believe that. That totally makes sense to me. <laughs> well, they're getting a attention with a falcon now. So here's the thing that I know about crows. Here's a fact I know about crows. Is one of the reasons we know that Before LJ tells us his fact, I need another is This is crow talk. This is crow talk with LJ. This is what we've been waiting for. For the entire time, 205 <laughs> episodes, and we're finally here. Um, the reason that we know that uh, crows know how crossbarks work is because they drop their like they they drop uh, like a walnut on the road when cars are driving by. They understand when a car is supposed to drive, 
And then they understand when they can go pick up the now busted walnut. Um, so, so maybe what they're doing is they're recognizing hard surfaces they can drop things on to try to break things. I'm just saying this is crows are very smart. They are very smart animals. I swear to God. And so can y'all believe LJ has been sitting on this? Not we have a podcast <laughs> literally made for this kind of knowledge. And LJ has been just sitting on this for 200 episodes. They, or they, they, they drop nuts on crosswalks, let cars run over them and then go pick them up when the light turns green for the little walking man, because they understand when they're allowed to. I'm just saying that's a fact. That is an absolute fact. Uh, and they also recognize nice faces. So if you ever mess with a crow on a college campus, don't maybe just don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, LJ. Let's be honest. Birds aren't real. Sure. But but these are the most insidious drones that the government has ever created. It's all government made. Yeah, they're all government <laughs> drones. I'm just saying we're Kev- in the honest Kev- tree. And, and I hate that you're doing oh, this right now in the honest God. tree. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but crows are smart animals. So so it does make sense that they would try to mess with with human things because I don't know. Humans have ruined their lives, but, probably. So it sounds like a falcon's a kryptonite to a crow. Yeah. I, mean, I think a falcon is probably the best trained demon that we can possibly get in the air. Probably. So. Yeah, a falcon will mess some stuff it, up. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess with the falcon. I I would have to say Unless if Matt crows Ryan's are that smart, <laughs> if yeah, if crows are that smart, I, they would figure out. Hey, every time I drop this rock, one of my buddies gets picked up by this falcon. Well, no, that's, 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 that's why they started leave. happening. You bring that falcon in, now they're gone. They're gone. Oh, they get out. Okay. They were they were just effing up all the solar yeah. power system because there were no and they're falcons like, oh, there. Oh shit! Now they're now they're dropping these uh, falcons in this a game changer. Okay. Get out of here. So I'm I'm just gonna tell you I'm going to work tomorrow and I'm gonna go ask the guys. Hey, look, man, do we have an n minus one contingency <laughs> for a murder of crows coming across a solar? <laughs> you should be working on that. Yeah, that you should be out. working on that now. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and plan it. I am gonna bring. You that might up. get a raise. I'm gonna see if there's any NERC criteria for. If you see a murder of crows coming towards a solar panel, <laughs> you must immediately divert power to another solar. I'm telling you, think about it. <laughs> or get a fountain. Can I give you another bit of <laughs> bird information, by the way? This is this is sound designer slash sure. bird information. I'm never going to say sure. no to that. So, so, you know the sound of a bald eagle. Can you imagine like a bald eagle like crying? No, that you're thinking of a hawk. I swear to God, you're thinking of a hawk right now because bald eagles sound like whiny little babies. They they are bad sounds. So anytime you see a bald eagle in a movie, they put a hawk sound in there. I swear to God, this is facts. Okay. Again, he just throws out this is facts. I don't know if this is wow. bullshit. Look it up. Look it up. I promise you. Look it up. I know this. This is this is I'm a, I'm a sound designer who specializes in bird law. <laughs> LJ was like LJ was another always sunny reference. LJ came into this going, I haven't really kept up with college basketball, but if they get on to bird talk, if we take my bird talk, baby, bald eagles, bald eagle babies, I'm on it. What are the birds today? Man, this was my crow talk. Five hundred episodes, and finally um, got the crows. Do we have, it's been a few weeks and maybe life's just been good. Pops, do we have any bougie problems or anything as we wrap up? One last real quick bougie problem. And Tony was actually with me. Tony was with me on this bougie problem. So we take a day of PTO and we go play golf at this beautiful country club in Hot Springs. It's it's starting out very much like a bougie problem. It is a bougie problem. I didn't even ask you. Yes, I don't know if this is. This is a bougie problem. (laughs) But so we're on like the number nine green. 
Oh, it's a little thunder there. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We might need to check on Lip after the pod. Maybe. So, yeah, we had crows dropping some rocks on your house. uh, (laughs) That was a crow dropping. (laughs) That was a crow dropping that stuff. Okay. That was a big-ass walnut right there, man. (laughs) To finish up my bougie problem, so we're putting on, like, the number nine green, and there's this house on the edge of the country club with its alarm just going off and off. Off and off, just Did you tell the alarm you're playing golf. Well, I mean, they should know. It's they're they put it by a golf course. They shouldn't have their alarm just going they off, annoying know. me. Yeah, while I'm I hate to that put. their house got For broken God into, sake. and y'all were trying to play around a round bougie of golf. That's I mean, me too. So that's that's my bougie problem. That does suck. That was I hate a bougie that problem. Yeah, <laughs> as big as that Red River walnut that just <laughs> dropped on the plate. Like, that scared the panoodle out of me, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. That's a big ass crow. Tony, did did you have any uh, uh, bougie problems? I don't know. No, I guess my bougie problem is being in a golf cart when it runs out of power. The top of a hill. That's a bad time to be in a golf cart. No, top of the hill. That's the best time for it to run out of power. Yeah, because you just go down. It was the top of the hill at the 12th green, and Uh, we had to get back to the. There were some bottom of the hills still to go. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was no, no bougie problems for me. I'm all yep. about this is the best week of the second best week of the year, man. It's it's college okay. basketball time. Yeah. So that's the second time you've thrown out second best week. What what is fantasy football? Is that the first? Oh, fantasy football draft, football. Okay, okay. That's it. draft yeah. week. Okay. Draft week. No doubt. No doubt. Draft week. LJ, did you have uh, before we get to what Uncle Tony's drinking? I'm sure he's probably finished by now. I don't know, but uh, did you have anything else besides bird talk to add? (laughs) It's just bird talk all the time over here. We're in the honest tree. (laughs) I just talk about birds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm really caught up in my bird law. Um, Uncle Tony, (laughs) what is in that cup? What were you drinking? (laughs) (laughs) What I were drinking uh, was an old fashioned buffalo. Mm. Now, I found this drink because I thought, I can't go to Buffalo, New York to watch the Arkansas Razorbacks play because it was the one. This was actually my bougie problem. The one place I couldn't get airfare to. Yeah, it sounded like you had it worked out for the entire country. but (laughs) Until freaking Joe Lenardi picked Buffalo. Joe fucking Lenardi (laughs) puts him in Buffalo. Asshole. And and so they go to they go to Buffalo. So um so anyway, but, but they're in the I'm West all, region. I'm over it. clearly, over clearly. It. Yeah. So an old fashioned buffalo. It's uh, Buffalo Trace Bourbon Good choice, Kentucky. Campari. Okay. Uh, orange, uh, just a dash of orange juice, uh, orange bitters, uh, and uh, simple syrup. So it's a very mm. interesting take on an old fashioned. It's old fashioned, but it's 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 uh, the uh, favorite drink of the eight hundred Maple Bar and Grill in downtown Buffalo, that New York. Great. And so, so it's good. It's bitter and sweet. Uh, the the bourbon's good. Now I, I do I do have to tell you that I didn't have Buffalo Trace bourbon, so I I did some Jeffersons. But are, uh, are we in the honest way? We didn't. You didn't have to tell us. We're. <laughs> Well, we're at the foot of the honest tree. I got out of the honest tree when that lightning hit. I can tell you that right now. That lightning hit. I mean, I sold my britches when that lightning struck. I mean, geez. (laughs) But that's an old-fashioned buffalo. So we won't won't repeat this again because only did this because go hogs, go. Well, when when Buffalo makes the, the Super Bowl too, right? We'll probably repeat it again. There you go. So in 20... 
30 <laughs> I will make another old fashioned buffalo and we'll drink to the, drink to the bill. Pops. Unless they, I, unless they trade for Christian McCaffrey. Am I crazy? The, 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 the Hogs, I know they didn't win the tournament the same way, the conference tournament the same way, but the Hogs have the perfect resume of the Kim Walker Connecticut team. They have the J.D. Note, who, who I think can legit get hot and take over a tournament. They play good defense. Everyone knows their role, and they're well coached. I Am I crazy? No. No, you're not crazy. But they also have to play Chet Holmgren. They, should, they have to play Gonzaga, though. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be tough. Or Duke. Yeah. Uh, they have to, they have to or, get past or, Duke first, and they got to get past UConn first. And UConn, so they got they got to get past Vermont get first. Past Vermont, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, they did not get an easy path. If we're going to say that's just I, they just got screwed by the committee. Now that the committee does the best job ever, they're the best. That's what I've heard. But <laughs> Arkansas really got a tough a tough. Path. All right. They could have well, gotten better as a five seed. So, but that, go Hogs. I think they can be successful. We, I think we're hopefully we're still talking about them the next time we are, are they Thursday or Friday? Is that a Thursday, Saturday, Thursday night, eight twenty, Thursday night, nine twenty yeah. game. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's eight twenty our time. Eight twenty our time. Got it. We play much better central by our. Yeah. We, we, the Sweden people. Are well, we look better at night. We look better at night. Um. All right. So I think that wraps us up. What, we got a lot of college basketball to watch this weekend. Hell yeah. I think Uncle Tone, you've played, hey, you've gamed it out sorry. right, didn't you? Like you're, you're yeah. going to be able to watch some serious hoops. Yeah, I'm I, off Thursday, I Friday. So I'm going to be watching some hoops. I'm off Thursday afternoon and all day Friday. So, Kev, oh. come on by if you well, want. Well, I'm I'm heading down to to Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm gonna. I, I might need to go. There's apparently uh-huh. some. I'm not going to say names because no free ads. But they have sports books open when you get to Tennessee, uh-huh. and apparently I've learned that there's a there's an orange uh-huh. school from Tennessee that's going to win it all. Uh-huh. I might need to go throw down a futures bet. Yep. Huh? Surely no I, one's betting on, that. On there. a lot, I, you, plus thirty three hundred is what I got. Oh, <laughs> what I got past tense. Okay, <laughs> what I got. All right, well, that'll do it for another episode of the Just Press Play podcast. If you are not already, make sure you're subscribed. And subscribing your neighbors. And Yeah, and, and as soon as you hear, what commercial is it, LJ? Uh, Coke Starlight. Coke Starlight. You Now you're obligated. If you're at this point in the podcast, the second time <laughs> you're you already this, dedicated. <laughs> you... If you made you it this must. far, <laughs> when you hear this, when you hear, when you hear the, the Starlight Coke commercial, you have to... Ideally, just grab their phone and, and, and phone. like and yeah. subscribe. But if not, go to JPP. Yeah. Convince whoever it is beside you. You know, really get your get your LJ on and argue with them and go. Look, I'm telling I'm, you, this is going to be the best thing you. If ever you heard. got through all this bird law, you can you can totally convince them. I'm just saying, and you'll be up there on all bird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a no brainer. So like, subscribe, find us wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, wherever you are, and. Go to Facebook, Just Press Play Podcast, or Twitter at Just Press Play Pod, and you can find us there. Follow us, and we will see you next week, right? Are we good for next week? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. We'll see you next week, guys. Peace Peace. out. Peace. The day is here already. (laughs) So, Liffer, you're not going to the Calcutta. I can't make it. No. So I'm in. Y'all just buy buy shit and send me a bill. (laughs) Buy shit? Do I get the same rule? Or (laughs) yeah, Yeah, I can send you a bill too. Do you want an invoice or how do you do that? Send a bill. (laughs) 
Okay. Shit, I, forgot, I forgot the audience we had, Tony. Had bad choice of words. Bad choice of words. I want that to just be in the podcast so we can call it Buy Shit and Send Me a Bill. Buy Shit, Send Me a Bill. Oh, you never know. I can't decide what should be a better a better uh, title. Buy Shit, Send Me a Bill or Bird Talk. Crows, crows drop fucking wall. They do this. I'm, I'm just saying, look it up. I, I swear to God, look this shit up. Crows what are, are they really called a murder of crows? Where did that come from? Do you know? Internet guys. What are they called? I don't <laughs> we know. can do more bird talk. Because <laughs> they're badass. They're just badass. Why, what's, what's more they're badass, badass than a bird? falcon gets around, apparently. Uh, right, apparently, yeah, they, are, uh, they were considered in older times an omen of death. Um... Because they're smart. So, so that's where well. comes from. Now you can join us. You see a bunch of pros around. You know some shit's gone down. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Yeah. You see a bunch oh, of pros around and a falcon around. You know somebody's been that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit's basically go down. So who's these pros on the left? Falcon on the right. They're driving up north 40. I'm just out of the way. Shit's about to go down. Uh, Pops, it did make me think about it because I heard that lightning. Y'all are supposed to get like some severe storms this week. By the way. Yeah, yeah, by the way. yeah no, I know. I know we're, we're supposed to get Because they're coming here, place. but they're like, uh, on our newscast, they were like, yeah, but they'll all kind of dissipate after they hit uh, Southwest Arkansas. And I was like, oh, so like Texas, you're like, directly Texas, Arkansas. That, that's about yeah. It. yeah, so let them so, know as soon as that thunder hits that there's a storm outside. I need, so, I need to go check myself, y'all, after that thunder. <laughs> so go get. That fucking flat. It was. It was. Go get it. buddy. I'm glad y'all heard it. Tammy, y'all go get in that bathroom there in the hallway. Give me yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. just Dad, every, you're, uh, going, you're going to hear that all on the podcast because that, 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 that was a loud thunder. For sure. Yeah. But, well, yeah. It, oh, man. Yeah. Funny. Right, Something else came to I got to change my underwear. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll be talking. Hey, Liff, we'll be talking to you tomorrow so for we, sure. Wait, okay. Are we trying to do like next Monday, next Tuesday? We can figure it out. I just wanted to get an idea early in the week. Weekend, yeah, uh, weekend, Monday, Tuesday, one of those days. Monday or Tuesday, one of those two. But yeah. let's 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 try to plan for sure Monday what, or Tuesday. Let's say Tuesday. When you gonna put the? Uh, what's the bracket going on? Kevin, uh, I still haven't got that email, have I? I sent it to you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm it to getting you. out of here. Bye. Before you die. Then well, you need by to be tomorrow. In oh, okay. Uh, He'll be okay. In. okay. By yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. It's no problem. I just as long as it's by Wednesday. <laughs> It'll be by tomorrow. I haven't decided okay, if we're going to ESPN or Yahoo. But we'll, 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 you got the email, uh, right? Well, anyway, let's see. I, I did send it. For sure. I'm it's sure all I about the, I probably well, seen it. It's all, about, it's all about the calculator tomorrow and then Wednesday's bracket day. So I'm good. All right, y'all. I'm all right. Check it out. Enjoy. I do have Appreciate it, man. I have all right. Talk to you later. Peace out. Peace. Peace.
Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.